What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. I hope you guys are doing well today. It's great to see, uh, for you to hear from me. Man, I gotta stop. I, I keep doing that every single time. <sighs> Mr. Z. Okay. Well, I hope that you're doing well and things are going okay. Um, right now it's Friday where I'm recording this. The sun is shining. The trees are blossoming. The flowers are blooming. It's a beautiful day outside. Maybe you should take some time today and like go sit on your porch. Don't go talk to your neighbors. Maybe wave to them from far away. But... At least, like, go outside and enjoy some fresh air. I think fresh air is good. It's been so long since I've been out of the four walls of this house! Ah! No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. So, uh, this episode is going to be geared towards our middle school, 8th grade band. I got some practice suggestions for you as we continue along in this adventure together. If there's anything that you need from me, please let me know. Don't forget... Our practice charts are due this week. Um, there's a rhythm counting assignment that do, that's due this week for 8th grade. And if any random 6th graders are listening, you have those things too. But those are due this week today, so make sure that you get that out. Um, I'm going to try and post this episode in just a few hours here so that you can hear it. But please make sure that you go check those things out and that you do that work. You can look forward to hearing from me. Uh, I think I'm going to do another Friday update today as well. But... You can go ahead and look forward to hearing from me about what's going on and what we're going to be doing as far as things go. You know, in these strange times, things are changing all the time, and we're just trying to keep up with everything that's going on. And as soon as I have more information for you, I promise I will pass it along. Eighth graders, don't forget, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're going on the Florida trip, that those payments are going to be, they got bumped back one month, but that's the end of this month, the end of April. So make sure that you're taking care of that if you're going. Make sure that you are doing all your stuff and getting everything done. So we're going to go ahead and get into some practice suggestions today. So make sure that you are ready to go with that. All right, here we go. First, let's do The Legend of Twin Peaks. The Legend of Twin Peaks. Um, looking right, we've done a, a, a good section of the middle and the ending of this one. Let's look right at the beginning where we're going to do, uh, it says Majestic, Majestic. So we're going to play this kind of like a fanfare with a beautiful opening with lots of full sound. We can have a weak fanfare. No weak fanfares, and that goes for everybody. Trumpets and saxophones with great sound. Ta, ta, ta. Uh, as you go through there, play it nice and big, nice and full. We want to make sure that there's a little space between every attack that we have going on, no matter what part you are playing. Flutes, clarinets, and oboes with your trill. If you're not sure about any of those trill keys, make sure you look them up. But we're going to trill really quick and really fast and really full sounding. Don't breathe the same time as your neighbor when we're all back together, but try and get all the way through to the rest. Trill all the way to one. Trumpets and saxophones, and alto saxophones specifically, you have this melody through here for a little while. Um, flutes and clarinets, and you kind of join in with a little bit of it later, but we want to hear any moving parts a little bit louder. That's our hierarchy of rhythms as we go through here. Now, there are a couple accidentals that we want to make sure that we're looking out for. Clarinets, you have F sharps in your key signatures, but from the beginning up until that last F sharp in measure 9 in the first part, Everything is an F natural, which is first finger. 
if it's up high, or just thumb if it's down low. Um, there's an E flat in the first clarinet part, and in the second clarinet part in measure eight, E flat for firsts is one, two, three, one, two, three, top pinky. And for seconds in the on the first line of the staff, that's thumb, one, two, side key. Okay, that's how you're gonna play those things. So make sure that you're looking out for those specific notes. Flutes, you got A flats and E flats in your accidentals, and then an E natural in measure nine. So make sure that you're looking out for that as we go. Now, going into this fermata, if you recall, here's two before 10, we've got one, two, three, four, and one, two, three, hold. And I'll give you a one, two, ready, go. Ta, 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 ta. In measure 10, very look very closely at your dynamics. Measure 10 is marked fortissimo, and there's a huge decrescendo to piano. That is like going from an eight to a three. It's a very big decrescendo. So, and that's gotta happen very rapidly. So about halfway through, you should be at a like a mezzo forte plus, or, or sorry, a mezzo, uh, mezzo forte. You should be about mezzo forte, about halfway through that measure. One and, one and two and, one and two and, one and two and, or one and, one and. It's got to drop down really, really quickly. And then continue to have a decrescendo uh, into pianissimo. So you got to be very careful about that. It happens pretty quickly. Those decrescendos getting all the way down there. We have just percussion before 18. Flutes, I would like you to play the bell cues too before 18 um, and until you come in for real. Now, clarinets and alto one, you have the melody at 18. The texture is thin, which if you remember, a thin texture means that there's not a lot going on. But you have the melody there. We want to still play with a little bit of space as we go. We're going to keep adding layers. So five after 18, we need a gentle entrance from our low brass and our low saxophone parts. And then uh, six, seven after 18, French horn, you're going to come in too. Still gentle entrance. We want to make sure that those are nice and under great harmonic foundation, but not super loud. Now, as we get to 26, this is where some of our articulation becomes incredibly important. If you are playing a low brass part or a tenor sax part, one and two and and four, one and two and and four, and those accents are one and four, one and four, one and two and and four, one and two and and four. Everything should be played with space when you have a figure like that. Bring out the accented notes and make the unaccented notes a little softer. Flutes, oboes, and clarinets and trumpets, you have the melody here. Altos and French horn, you have a counter melody. This is typical band scoring, how they kind of put it together a lot of times. So it should be groupings that you're familiar with and familiar playing with. Tenor saxes with the low brass, horns with the altos, trumpets with the clarinets, oboes, and flutes. Um, at 34... Um, flutes and oboes, you actually have a counter melody now, so you're booted from the melody. Goodbye, melody, flutes and oboes, the flobos. Uh, you have a counter melody, which your part needs to be heard because it's new. Everything else is still things that we've heard before, but we want to hear that. Um, that's new stuff. French horns and altos, you are kind of joining the melody, but you have a couple of notes that are a little different. Um, and then at 34... Our clarinet friends are like going back and forth between melody and counter melody. You're kind of mixed in there throughout. Um, we have a nice forte sound, two before 40. So that's going to crescendo up two there. 
Um, we were at mezzo forte, starting at 26, going through these phrases. We're going to crescendo up to forte, um, and then at measure 40, you'll see rite diminuendo, that is ritardando e diminuendo, which means to slow down and get a little softer. It's not going to be a whole lot. It's not like we're slamming on the brakes. It's more like a nice gentle coast to a stop. Like if you ride your bike and stop pedaling. You're just going to coast to a pause. We'll have a fermata at 46, and that will be a clean release. Going into there, we have a few instruments playing one note, two before 46, and then we add everybody else in playing the chord around them. So those should be gentle, gentle, gentle attacks. And you can just watch me for the cue when we're all together again. Okay, uh, that's going to wrap it up for The Legend of Twin Peaks for right now. Let's go ahead and take a look at Red Rock Canyon. Believe it or not, uh, on Play Along at Home here, we've actually gone through, because of the way this piece is created and written, we've gone through actually most of this piece together, whether it was in class together ahead of time or it was um, as we talk about these things through Play Along at Home. So um, I'm going to do some just general things to remember as you continue to work on this, and I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me if you are struggling with some sections or you need some help. So Red Rock Canyon is going to be all about the accents, the articulations, staccatos, marcados, accents, legatos, slurs, tonguing, all of that stuff is really what's going to take this from being notes and rhythms to music. Um, at the beginning, we have strong accents, we have a marcado, and a staccato all mixed in here. Remember, marcado is the one that looks like a carrot, or like a teepee, or like a pyramid, um, is going to be a short and strong note. A staccato is a short and light note, that's the dot, and the one that looks like a tiny greater than sign is the accent, and that is a strong um, note that is not shortened. Um, so at this very beginning, anytime we play this ta, 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 which the trumpets and low brass have that at the beginning. Um, a couple people have it throughout. Um, but that is going to be needed to play with space. And we want the, the staccato to feel kind of like a springboard. Ta, 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 ta. Ta, 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 ta. So the 16th note and the staccato note are going to be lighter than the other notes around it. Ta, 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 ta would be really, really helpful. Um, and as we go through here, the flutes, oboes, and clarinet one, and clarinet two when you play, same thing, trumpet one, and the altos in measure two and measure three, tia, ta, one and two, and those accented notes really need to stick out, Bring the, make the other notes a little quieter. One and two, and, one and two, and, one and two, and, make those other notes stick out. Um, the long notes here from the beginning, from lows and tenor sax and French horn, you have hold, two, three, four, one, two, three, accent, staccato, short. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, ta, ti, ta, ta, ti, ta. So that accent notes really got to pop off the page. Uh, that happens a couple times um, throughout measure five. More of us have it, but it's mostly the same people. Now, as we go through, trumpets, you are the only ones playing this ta, 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 ti, ta, ti, ta, 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 ti, ta, ta, ta. Um, when you see that part, make sure that you play with space. Remember, this song is cowboys. Um, in the accompaniment part, which is not the flobonets, that's the um, counter melody for this piece. If you look 
file four after six. You have a quarter rest. You have accents with legato markings at the same time. There's a legato. It's called a tenuto, but there's um, that's the marking for legato. But there's an accent and a tenuto, which means that you need a strong tongue but no space. Ta ta should be really nice and strong and powerful. Um, and then you need to make sure you get out of the way so we can hear the melody a little stronger. The counter melody, as long as you are watching for those slurs, you're actually going to be fine. You don't have too many crazy articulation markings throughout this part. But as you practice this week for Red Rock Canyon, if you can really focus in on your articulations from the beginning to measure 15, a lot of those skills are actually going to transfer to a lot more of this piece. So that would be a really great thing to continue to work on. Okay, We are now going to go ahead and move on to one of our absolutely favorite subsections of the podcast. And that is Charmander's Corner. Here we are again on Charmander's Corner. As you may remember, Charmander is my bearded dragon. His name, he's Charmander. That's, I already said what his name was. But Charmander is my bearded dragon. And he loves, absolutely loves, listening to famous music by different composers, different musicians all across the globe. He is incredibly easygoing about what kind of music he likes because he's a lizard. And if you don't know, lizards don't really react to a whole lot. He likes roaches. That's what he eats. He eats bok choy, which is a type of cabbage. And uh, he hates ceiling fans. But music, Charmander is a lover of all different types of music. And today we're going to talk about a fantastic musical artist that I encourage you to listen to. And that musical artist is Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington is a famous jazz musician who is well-known for playing the piano, as well as being a composer and arranger of jazz music. Duke Ellington was incredibly talented in his time, and it's still a model today for what great musicianship sounds like. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never done a thousand pieces of music before in my life. Duke Ellington wrote a thousand pieces of music over his whole lifetime, uh, and I'm not even exaggerating. I think he has over a thousand recordings of himself and his band playing. Um, he was a band leader as well as composer. Um, so he had a big band with um, a bunch of different players in the band, and they would like play dance halls. That's what people would do back in the jazz era in the 30s, 40s, when Duke Ellington was, was really popular. Um, instead of like listening to music or hanging out on Google Hangouts or, or, or playing video games, people would go to dance halls and they would dance. And it was really cool. Um, really great era for jazz music. But Duke Ellington is one of the, the best and well-known jazz composers. Um, he, he wrote great tunes like Take the... Uh, well, he didn't write Take the A-Train, but that was his band's theme song. Um, one of his, There's a guy named Billy Strayhorn. He was in the band. He wrote music too. Um, but Take the A-Train um, is a great song. Don't Get Around Much Anymore is another Duke Ellington standard. Caravan is a really, really popular jazz standard that was written by Duke Ellington. 
Uh, that's a, that's another good one too. Solitude is a great ballad, really beautiful selection. Duke Ellington was really well known for not only including typical jazz instruments like saxophones, trumpets, trombones, but he would also have his musicians play clarinets, he'd have them play flute, he'd have strings, he had all these other things included in some of his music. So if you go listen to Duke Ellington and you like find a, the best of Duke Ellington, um, you'll find some great stuff. The recording quality might not be great, but you can actually find videos online of Duke Ellington playing on YouTube, which is fantastic and amazing. Charmander loves Duke Ellington as well as he loves all jazz music. So uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Charmander's Corner. Well, that is going to wrap it up today for this episode of Play Long at Home. Hope you guys are, are doing well out there and hope you enjoyed your time learning about Peter the Dragons and Duke Ellington and getting some practice suggestions for some of our music. Hopefully that these podcasts are still helping you out to make sure that you are you know getting everything done that you need to and helping you practice. Don't forget about checking that Google Classroom frequently. Um, if you need anything, don't be afraid to reach out to me. Um, some of you have been a little silent digitally, and I, I really miss some of you guys. So please, please, please reach out to me and say hi. Hopefully you're doing well and, and everything's going okay. Um, if there's anything you need, as always, let me know. I think I've said that like four times already. Oh my god. Mr. Zanella, you are just all over the place. And by all over the place, I mean in the same place for four times in a row. What are you doing? Oh my goodness. I don't, that, that's, jeez, Mr. Z, uh, you know what, I need, I need some more, I think I need some more Seven Nation Army in my life, that's probably the solution, that or Tempest, oh my goodness, so, uh, <laughs> moving on here, uh, as we know, we're kind of stuck in this situation, at least until April 1st, uh, there, there, things are changing all the time, as far as from the school's end of things, and, and we're trying to make sure that we get all the information out to you as best we can. Make sure you're still checking all those emails, and uh, we get daily updates from our school district, and those things have been really helpful to kind of keep on track with everything that's going on. If there is anything you need, I said that a million times, I'm not going to say it again. Oh my goodness. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and that you enjoy the sunshine, and maybe you play some video games, or you do some cardio, or jumping jacks, or make a cool meal for dinner or watch some Netflix. I, I don't really know. Or talk to your family. If you've been trapped in your room watching YouTube videos or sitting on TikTok, go do something a little bit more active. I know I need to. And hey, maybe you can even practice your instrument. Yeah, do that. That's a great idea. Music will help. Music does all the things that we want it to. It's so fantastic. So, uh, that's, that's going to wrap it up here. Hopefully this episode has been helpful to you, or at least you've enjoyed listening to the ramblings of somebody who's been stuck at inside in their home for way too long in these four walls. I'm going to go outside today, my friends, and hopefully you're able to play along at home. <laughs> <laughs>